people say to me, so animal kingdom, what does that mean to you? It's like, okay, we don't need to, to kill all those animals. We can actually get that fantasy, get, create that journey wearing something to, to with them in it, you know, like the prints and the creations that I have done. You're listening to The Sustainability Issue, a podcast about sustainable fashion and mindfulness. It is about calling out the worst practices of the fashion industry, the things that have led to the devastating impact fashion has on the natural environment and the human lives involved in the process. It is also about the people within the industry who are driving the change for the better. And finally, it is about you about reconnecting to our nature as human beings and realizing the big impact our everyday actions have on the world around us. I'm Desi Gurgieva. I'm so happy that you're here and let's dive right in. Today I have Mauricio Alpizar join me. Mauricio is from Costa Rica, but he's based between Bali and Australia. And this is where he designs and produces his ethical and sustainable clothing brand. His prints are inspired by nature and he creates them using eco-friendly ink and prints on 100% sustainably sourced woodline fabric. His um, brand is part of the sustainable fashion Nocha shows during New York Fashion Week which took place on 13th of September and our conversation took place just one day beforehand before he headed to New York from Bali and without further ado let's ju jump right into the conversation hi Mauricio welcome to the sustainability issue podcast I'm very happy to welcome you you're in Bali right I now This yeah, is yeah. So happy. Thank you so much for taking your time. Yes, yeah, wonderful here. I am actually, this is where I produce and manufacturing, uh, produce my fabrics and manufacturing my garments here in Indonesia. Yeah. Wow. This is amazing. So all your products are produced in Bali or in Indonesia? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I usually uh, live in Australia, but, uh, and this where I design most of my garments and patterns and everything. But uh, here, I have my heart really close to Indonesia and to the Indonesian people and how this country is becoming, you know, part of a lot of people criticizing for the pollution is a lot of beautiful projects about sustainability and how is moving forward with the new generation. So it's quite, I'm quite fascinated about it. And it's, I've been uh, living here now Uh, seven years yeah wow that's but between here and australia going back and forward australia. yeah yeah and you come from costa rica is that right i'm from costa rica yeah there's a big example of you know a green country to costa rica is very big in maintaining you know national parks and be green 100 sustainable themselves mm. and um Yeah, talking, you know, uh, when I was growing up, I, I come from a coffee plantation family, so, okay. and tailors, and tailors. So my grandmother, my my mother, my aunties, they were all seamstresses and tailoring, and the men work in the coffee plantation. So 
growing up with that, you inspired by two things, or you becoming a cowboy, or mm -hmm. you becoming a, a fashion designer, <laughs> or model, a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's also interesting to see, you know, where things come from, because these days we're so disconnected. Uh, with, for example, with fabrics, where does a fabric come from? What is needed in order to produce all this that is yeah. goes into this? And I guess you had um, an insight into this from a young age. Yes, definitely. You know, especially now when I talk to the young designers or, or somebody to start to get into this industry, it's very important. You know, a lot of people use the word sustainability, ethical, and and etc but it comes more into the connection i think from the very beginning the connection with the people do you work yeah. you know for the people who actually saw your your garments so that's your production uh the people to have create your fabrics the where the fabrics come from and it's years and years centuries of of history before uh, you know garments and beading and you know india for example the beading and the beautiful work they they they're down it comes from small families it doesn't come like oh, okay you know christian dior or jean paul gautier or anybody just did it like that you know that comes from for very family traditions of of, of beauty how they do it the same with the cotton you know here in 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 asia the cotton is very big yeah mm -hmm. so you find um what well, for my fabrics now to make it sustainable i i'm working with a company it's called sinestra and they they're doing a wood line fabric mm -hmm. so we created a fabric to we can um compared to linen cotton or rayon but it comes for the acacia tree and eucalyptus Mm -hmm. wow. So what happened is that the trees traded and the, so the bulbs uh, fermenter and that produced the thread. Oh, wow. That's super interesting. Yeah. And so is yeah, it it's a bit, more quickly regenerates, I guess. Yeah. And also breathe better than any fabric nobody ever have wearing. When my clients wear it, they're like, Maurice, it's like I can't go back to anything. It's like I'm wearing nothing. I and it's helped me to, you know, for the climates, even and I, the call on the, it's adapted to the climate somehow. Plus we can create, you know, like lean on and like thick cotton or any texture they, you know, I, I need for my creations. So it's very interesting also the process um, if you go to my website, it's a, it's a video there with the process, you know, they, um, it is washing 20 to 40 times. So what is this recycling? It never goes into the, the earth, never. Oh, so you don't. So it's just like continual recycling. Yeah. So it's important. And we do the digital printing and the inks from, uh, you know, the Kesha and the eucalyptus. So it becoming sustainable. And part of that is not only how I, you know, coming from a, what they call it, third world country in Costa Rica, I find fascinating how, you know, here the people with, with very little, or, um, you know, even education or money, they're creating all these techniques and all these things that, that you learn living in countries like Australia or, you know, or going to United States or Europe and you think, wow, my God, somebody's doing something so creative and they, you know, they, they're giving the industry a, a potential change to what we want, sustainability. 
and the ethical side to create a family with with them. Yeah, I think I, I try to I try to um, you know share it with other designers, and uh, so that way we extend a family of sustainability. And uh, but it sometimes is hard, you know, especially I think the new generation, I think they they need to leave many years before or study to actually pre-share how everything started. Mm, yeah. Because everything is so easy now to give. I go, okay, I give you this, this contact, I'll give you this. And, uh, you know, working with my grandmother, with my, and with my family and, and the coffee plantations. And, you know, you have to earn your, your respect in your family. And um, before a designer, I was a dancer for 20 years. So, um, you know, I had to pay for my dancing classes. I have to learn all this stuff and appreciate it. Mm. And it's the same thing I do with anybody to work with me from the seamstress to, to the people who are doing the prints to anything is try to remember those moments when you are younger, when you are little or who help you or how your mother or your grandmother or your grandfather, whoever helped you or show you something and inspire you, you becoming who you are now. Yeah. Never forget that. It is all about who you surround yourself with, right? Like the, you know, you become people you spend the most time with or so there was this. Yeah, but it can be, you know, it can be your choosing family or, you know, living in countries like this. I traveled all my life and uh, I've been very lucky to have mentors and to have people that I listen to or get inspired or, or, you know, uh, living with the more poor or supporting the most poor people like, or to the richest and and yet you learn you know and the common and then you inspire yourself i'm a very colorful person you know as a designer if you see my design it's a lot, the collection i'm going to show in your fashion is called animal kingdom because i related that i related the, the you know the the flora and fauna of my country and also the continent or the world you know, mm-hmm. Africa, Latin America. And for me, it's a, people say to me, so animal kingdom, and what does that mean to you? It's like, okay, we don't need to, to kill all those animals. We can actually get that fantasy, oh. get, create that journey wearing something to, to with them in it, you know, like the prints and the creations that I have down and take them to that journey. You know, mm-hmm. and people, it feels, because you gotta educate, you know, remember as a designer, we have a responsibility to educate our customers. Yes. Or and that's for God. Yeah, at least this is how it happens because there's nobody else to do it. And in the end, it stays the responsibility of the designers to, you know, do this. Work. Yeah, you know, everything you see in the runway or everything a designer need to dress or whatever, if they put a trend on on the streets, that trend can be vulgar or can be offensive or can be fantastic. We have the responsibility to, to create things to our, you know, even less races or less, you know, it have to be, uh, for my clientele, I always try to, to teach them and say, listen, I'm doing this for that reason. And, and they always receive a little letter with what we down and, and, and it's part of the connection. I was now with all the social media, you don't need to have one or 300 million followers. If you can't, what is the point if you don't have any connection with them? Mm. It's just the money making. 
if you have every, I think I have like 8,000 or something, I nearly know most of these people. Yeah. They are connected to me, to my heart and what I do. Mm. And, uh, you know, when you start getting bigger and bigger, it's, it's more difficult, but, you know, and then you disconnect. That's not that sustainable. It's not ethical anymore. It's just a money making. That what happened with fast fashion, right? Yeah, but I think this is a very beautiful thing that you say, being connected to the customer. And I think, yeah, it is getting more and more important. People do see this possibility to connect to what mm. they buy, where they spend their money. And so they also want this and almost require this, uh, it seems, more and more. Um, yeah, so this is a very beautiful thing. And um, yeah, just... and I try to get into a journey. It's a journey from each collection. You know, I inspired a lot of, um, I have beautiful work collection that I did like two years ago. It was between Brazil, Cuba, Prince, you know, Mexico. And people were like, wow, I didn't even know who this artist was and with this and, and with that. And now, and then I did more abstract collection and it's to get that pop, you know, geometric lines to, is also in the art, in the art. Um, work form you know mm -hmm. and then now with animal kingdom you are taking to a journey of the selvatic and and beautiful things that we destroy in ourselves mm -hmm. because it's a connection there all the time with something mm -hmm. that people are disconnected to it with my line even with because i was a dancer and i work with music and all of that that they what i bring into the show in new york like a, it's it's a show, you know, I just, I, I never happy just to just get the girls out. I, I introduced this story to them. I just put the music. So when you sit down there, you listen to the music, you, you go, okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. I hear yeah. for a reason, yeah. Yeah, and you say it's important for you to give back and to help also younger designers. And uh, I'm curious, who are you inspired by? Who is somebody that you kind of, you know, look up to or learn from or? I, my, my family, mm. my family. I adore, I have an auntie to rest in peace. She, she was somebody that I adore. Her ethical, her charms, her everything. My mother, my grandmother. Uh, and of course you come across to, to, to so many things to get inspired, you know, like designers, I I admire every every person to decide to become a fashion designer. I admire because it takes <laughs> it takes a lot, a lot of you know courage to do it. It's not an easy industry, you know, and it's a very powerful industry. And then you need to be calm, you need to be, you need to be yourself, you need to be connected to yourself and believe in you before you you go there and start researching or envious or, or want to be one of those. Of course, I, I really, like, you know, I don't have anybody that I, my family first, because they're the ones to give me my, who I am at the moment, you know? But my trajectory as designer, you know, I, I have mentors, people to have come into in, in my life. They even know it. It's people that they don't even know it, that have impacted me so much, that when I tell them, they go, wow, you know, like uh, very simple. Even here, it's a it's um a project. It's called Harapan Project. Here, just a guy, to just take care of children, and they do these beautiful things. And you go there, you go, you go, 
wow, you inspired this inspired me mm. to become yeah. my brand, not only become a fashion brand, it's become an ethical brand that they can help somebody mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the long run, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. And you're very right. Very often we don't even share those things. And actually I had this experience recently, um, somebody sharing with me how, you know, um, I inspired them, but then you, when you share this, you see that uh, maybe it was also the other way around, but you would have never known it without sharing it. So I think also sharing this is a very beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, it, it is a, very beautiful world and the one we're living in. and uh it sounds a little bit cheesy but it's true the more that we share and the more and the more we give if it's you don't have to give too much you just have to give a little bit or that person or, or say something beautiful to that person who's doing a lot mm. like this guy just you know taking out of the our whole village by himself education everything help he have given everything when you see that you say wow i want to work harder to be available to to mm. help this person yeah. to help him to help his children to this new generation to come up to are so uh, they've been so toxic about you know um uh, the privileged uh, generation just so toxic about you know facebook and everything that it can be a good um uh a good what do you call um thing to have but you know this it, it can destroy a lot of people's image or or in and, and people you know that's what they look at it you know i tell to the girl the, the young designer say honey you be you be mm -hmm. you and make sure that you can support yourself and uh things will come along I never been, I, I am ambitious because yeah, I am, because I want to 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 have the, the power to I can help so you know with what I own. Mm -hmm. And this is my my dreaming, you know, this is how I dream for like my dreams all the time. Being in, you know, growing up in a in a family to us not have it all. And when I see that, so when I one day when I have it all, I just want to, you know to mm. to share it yeah but you know but now you can find anything you can a lot of young people come here and they all call themselves designers i say well good for you yeah it takes a lot <laughs> it's wow. not that easy you know yeah, not that easy a lot of dedication and work um and all of that and um, you uh, look great. We just had a short conversation before you're dressed very colorfully. So can you tell yeah, me what are you Is it your design? And uh, can you tell me more about this? Because I read on your website, you say you design for pieces only for self-expression. So you want your pieces to express something, to bring something to the individual. How do you see this? Yeah, I, I think, you know, everybody should, uh, you know, when I, when somebody comes to my showroom or somebody coming to, let's say, design me something or, or when I do my collection, I think I, I when I choose for somebody, I want to bring that self-expression, that, that self-motivation. I'm wearing something to, it feels good and I can express myself and, and people, 
you know, I'm very lucky because everybody that I have dressed or everybody to buy my clothes, send me an email. I never have so many compliments in my life. I never feel so good. And I never thought I would buy a piece like this. And I said, there you go. You start one person to make you feel that you can. You know what I mean? Especially because every, everything is so bold and, you know, you have a story behind, you know, people will stare at you. And um, and, it, and it's fashion, you know, fashion should be given, even if it's a plain color, you know, if it's something it has to give you, to feel you, to make you feel good, you know, not, not to to just to make a statement, you know? And fabrics are very important. When you put a fabric that you really like, it's when you want, it's like when you buy a beautiful linen for your bed, you know, you you go into a bed and it's Egyptian cotton, it feels much better than polyester, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with fashion. When you do something sustainable, you know, natural fabrics, it, it feels better. Yeah. And when it's color, you feel happy. Mm. When it's print, you're wearing something that's different, you feel immediately like, you know, you start working in a different way either. <laughs> yeah. I can see it in my clients. And I mean, in the fabric, especially is something that, yes, like on the outside and for the other people, it might not be the first thing that they notice, but uh, for the person, obviously, this is like super important. It feels good and it's, I mean, healthier for your skin. Also, our skin is our biggest organ of our bodies, right? And like without... Yeah. put like synthetic fibers on ourselves all the time it's gonna simply not be able to breathe to breathe you know and then when uh, honestly these fabrics that we're creating this wood line and it's just beautiful and it just feels feels so refreshing and feel and with the prints also because you know i got people that come in, oh no i just will never no no my husband will never i said bring your husband to the shop or bring it to me and i he said honestly my god but you know, I know also I have the eye to dress people, you know, and say this is for you. I will never sell one one garment if I I see that person doesn't feel perfect mm. and they don't have the smile. Straight away you see it when they put the dress on, if they feel special, you change the expression. And then you get that connection, and you're like, okay, I teach that to my the people to work in my shop, I said, you had to connect to that person. You have to make them feel fabulous. From the moment they entered the shop into the buy the perfect garment. Otherwise they're never gonna come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a connection. It's a, it's, a, it's a connection with your customer. And yeah. we, you know, they're, they're the ones to pay in our bills. We, we have an obligation to make yeah. them feel and sell the right product to them. Yeah. No, because, you know, if you do fast fashion, they don't care, you know, you, that's what happened, you know, it's, it's, they buy something, they throw it next day because it costs $3 or $2 or whatever, and doesn't have history behind, and it's nothing beautiful about any of that. Yeah, and uh, is there a moment, because you were into fashion from a young age, um, was there a moment where you saw okay, I need to make it as sustainable as possible. What was this moment where you realized that this is very important and that you want to put focus on sustainability? I think it's because I, I was a dancer for so many, um, for many years and I have an accident, I broke my neck and I was paralyzed. Nearly, I lost my, 
And um, I've been designing costumes for the dance groups and stuff like that, but I was in my mind, wasn't in the business side of it. And I met somebody that I helped through my rehabilitation. I, after I becoming like a fitness instructor and do like creating this aqua, aqua aerobics um, workout for rehabilitation. And I met this woman and she was a very powerful woman in Australia in the fashion industry. And then she, she said to me, you're amazing. I think now is the time for you to start doing. And I'm gonna mentor you, you're gonna do your first line. And I start doing just very constructed jackets with a lot of beating, a lot of, it was beautiful. And I call it gossip, gossip couture. I don't know, I was very young and I think, I don't know why I call it like that. And then uh, the editor of Vogue in Australia saw, saw my work and then I have an interview said, you have to have your name on it. You have to change the name. Your name is beautiful and have history behind you, so change it. And I changed it and I started slowly and slowly and I meet the people in Bali and, it, and that's it, you know, after, I'm still here after 15 years. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. Do you think, is yeah. there something about this that sometimes in life from a crisis like you had with, you know, you said you had a big injury and then from these things in somehow interesting terms come out that maybe we don't expect, but then this brings something, maybe brings... Yeah like a course correction into the direction that is for us? The things that make you happy. I think it is. Uh, I think I, it was on me all the time. But it was something that I didn't know, especially being a foreigner in a country like Australia. And it was a lot of, you know, things that I never, I never thought, okay, no, I'm becoming a designer. I never, in my, I knew it. There was a passion that I, that I had, but it was that moment that I maybe touched uh, bottom, you know, being with that injury. And let me think about my background because you lost yourself and sometimes when you, you know, through your life and, and dancing was my passion at that moment. And I, I always been a person who is passionate about everything I do. And I said, well, it's connected to it. And I know that I keep still, you know, um, design costumes and designs. And I started actually with my friend to say, do my wedding dress and the bride mates. And I said, okay, I do it. And everybody was like, where is, who is the designer? And she's like, that's the guy. And everybody, you're going to make my dress and all that. And I said, well, okay, I do it. And then my mentor said to me, you have to study. You have to do it. If you want, that's what you want to do. I said, yeah, that's it. And then, you know, still here, you mm. know, <laughs> you know, you go like this in fashion, you know, like, mm. especially you know, with COVID was really scary because I lost a lot of, a lot of accounts, a lot of, everything went to zero. Mm. If I didn't give up, you know, I moved back to Perth in Australia and I opened a, a shop and it was well received. And, um, and I mix it all the time. I still mix my fashion shows with dancing, opera, theater, everything is connected to it. Cause I think it's beautiful that people and the connection between all those things is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, talking about fashion shows, you are one of the designers who is part of the sustainable fashion uh, runway shows at uh, New York Fashion Week next week. So yes. we're flying yeah. to New York tomorrow, right? Are you excited about yeah. this? Yeah, excited. It's my third show in New York. Mm -hmm. I, have I have done it before, very small shows for my clientele. I have a very niche clientele in New York and um, and I love them. So this is more bigger than, and it's connected to sustainability. So 
when they contact me, I said, yeah, of course, you know, it would be a great experience. I, um, I bring in a show. It's going to be very colorful, very, you know, sympathetic. It's a lot of print and, and beautiful colors, hats. I, I designed my own hats and jewelry, okay. everything. So we do. Hat. The hat is beautiful. So yeah, I know. It's inspired in the Spanish hats. <laughs> so um yeah so i bring in a whole look i i i told them you know you you want me to do a show i bring a show and the journey of the music i have a dj from spain just doing all my 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 music and the background i working with my team to do as you know um like a jungle it's gonna be having like a 3d movement and so it's worth it to go and see it you're gonna be there no, unfortunately not. I am going to be in Spain, though. So, <laughs> ah, beautiful! I love Spain. I love Spain. music in Spain next week. Yeah. Yeah, I love Spain. Yeah, I was just there a long time ago. I was uh, for yeah. a month there. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, but I think they have a stream live. They're gonna. I would love to to look at the show. Yeah, I'm. I'm being yeah. super curious. And um, yeah. okay, uh, we're going towards the end of our conversation. Uh, Mauricio, yeah. do you have a routine, something that you do maybe every day in the morning or in the evening, something that keeps you at your best? All right. So I wake up, I, I'm very privileged because I live in Bali. Like I say, so I have a beautiful villa here with a swimming pool. So I wake up, I have my fruit. I swim and I start my day. I listen to my opera and my classical music. And then I move into, I listen to music the whole morning that inspire me. And then I start working and that goes to, but I, I very calm in the morning. You know, I just like to, I like a, like a flower. I'd like to go like this and then bah. And then all my ideas come back to, to place and I get inspired but yeah that's my routine is pretty much so it's quite healthy in the morning I love I love my coconut water and I love yeah. my coconuts my are fruit yeah, yeah can- and my fruit and then you know and it's start, and it started you know the connection between you know like calling everybody to work and it's it's pretty much so what I would do it's a beautiful place in the world to work because we we're very privileged here to I think to have that lifestyle very inspiring and also the connectedness to nature there is very strong right it's beautiful and you know like honestly the indonesian people and and a lot of the expats have given this 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 island um, a big lift and you know on many things beautiful hotels very make of bamboo very sustainable beautiful by restaurants and bars and you know everybody tried to help each other and and um and help also the community here and indonesians you know i i said to everybody we owe them because the land of us and uh we always have to have the gratitude you know mm-hmm. to uh, an island to have given us so much to for a future and for our work you know yeah. i just love it yeah. very privileged yeah and uh, lastly despite uh, fashion design designing your pieces what is something that excites you right now dance, <laughs> dance. 
<laughs> I live for the dance, darling. <laughs> I love dancing. I love entertain cooking, entertaining people at home, and a big entertainer at home. Yeah. Love listening to music, dancing away, talking about beautiful things, and cooking, and you know, eating. Yeah, most of that. And of course, you know, like yeah, it just. It, it is, yeah, and I have it from my culture, you know, Costa Rica, we love our food and our music and our dance. Yeah, that is very so, cool. Another way yeah. of self-expression, I guess. Is yeah. there anything else that you would like to share with the community? No, I'm very thankful into, you know, more, yeah, to everybody to sat there, if they need a contact, if they want to turn into a sustainable and they want to use these fabrics and, and then they can always contact me and, uh, you know, in my website or in my Instagram, this Mauricio Alpizar Fashion, and because we need to grow yeah, as a community. And, um, you know, it's a lot of part of the sustainability that we can share and, uh, and to never give up and then give yourself permission to be happy and to be successful and to be good to others. That's the key of life and be happy. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. No problem. It was a pleasure chatting to you and I'm going to make sure to put all your links in the show notes of the episode so everybody... Thank you so much. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you to stay, to contact me and I hope to see you in Bali one day or New York. Thank you so much for joining this conversation as always please follow the podcast on spotify and rate it on apple podcasts join the conversation on instagram at i am and let me know what else you would like to hear and till next time